Hello and welcome to episode 35, Sound Bites with Dr. Bing. And today I wanted to talk to you about kidney stones. And obviously, before we go in, this is for information purposes. If you actually have symptoms of kidney stones or have had it before, please see your doctor first because it's an incredibly painful amount of suffering that you'd have to go through. And it's one of the instances where, you know, possibly having some drugs to allay the pain is not such a bad idea. Anyways, you know, in the US, about 10 to 15% of adults will have kidney stones in their lifetime. Okay, that's... That's a huge amount. You know, roughly a million Americans actually get kidney stones every year. And then once you've had one attack, it's about a 70 or 80% chance that you're going to have another. And the younger you are when you actually have your first attack, the greater your actual risk. No, but that is common sense. Hmm? Typically, kidney stones is a result of uh, saturation of different types of minerals or acid salts inside the urine. So kind of like calcium, uric acid, which actually crystallize and then form a solid mass. So why does this actually happen? Well, this can happen if you, one, don't drink enough fluids, or two, if your urine pH is either too acidic or too alkaline. Now, certain drugs can actually promote kidney stones, and those drugs obviously would cause a decrease in your fluids uh, and have their own effects. But you should always read the side effect of the drugs to make sure that kidney stones is not one of them. Now, there are a lot of different types of crystals of kidney stones. Most of them have calcium as a key ingredient. Uh, But knowing what the underlying crystal is may help you under, well, may help you under find the underlying cause the most common type of stone is calcium oxalate stones that's about 75 percent and oxalate is found naturally in fruits and vegetables but most of the oxalate is actually produced by your liver now you would think that one of the solutions to avoiding kidney stones would be to eliminate or reduce your intake of calcium because calcium is part of the stone and that unfortunately is not a very wise strategy and this is because calcium is found in abundance in your diet and the calcium in your diet actually binds to oxalate and helps you excrete it uh, in other ways uh, through your urine predominantly okay there are a few other different stones there are struvite stones there are uric acid stones and there are cysteine stones and what what you need to know is that the type of stone just it helps a little bit but what you want to do are some principal things that will help reduce your risk no matter what type of stone you might be prone to so two risk factors that actually increase your chances of getting kidney stones would be high blood pressure and also digestive problems now Sign and symptoms of kidney stones are pretty standard, so we're not going to go through that. Uh, all you need to know is that you get pain in your back, particularly through the renal angles, as they call it. And then you can get some funny uh, funny urine, either a bit of blood-stained urine or funny-smelling urine, things like that. And you might also get a temperature. But that's the extent of the symptoms uh, that I want to give you because if you have symptoms, you put it into Google and the likelihood is that you're going to hit the right diagnosis. Now, watching what you eat when you actually have kidney stones and there are several different strategies that you can actually employ. So two particular foods create oxalate. First one is soy, second one is beer. 
two things that you definitely want to avoid, soy and beer. Other foods that are high in oxalate uh, include spinach, rhubarb, chocolate, parsley, beetroot, strawberry, wheat flour, pepper, and nuts. Okay, wheat flour. All right, that's present in lots of things, particularly bread. Hmm. But you should not be eating bread anyways because wheat and dairy-free is the way to go. Okay, now, having lots of sugar in your diet is not a good idea because it upsets the mineral relationships in your body. It affects calcium, magnesium absorption, salts that are processed inside the diet also increases the amount of calcium and oxalate in your urine and processed foods have a high amount of salt contents so you want to avoid those as much as possible now keep in mind processed salt regular table salt is not the same as high quality unrefined salts that has lots of essential minerals that the body needs okay like himalayan rock salt like aztec salt as dead sea salt all of those kind of salts now Naturally, eating fresh whole foods is the best way to know what it is that um, oh, is the best way to actually ensure that you have nutrient dense foods that will help improve your health condition. And the important thing is always listen to your body, understand its sensitivities, and eat right for your body. Don't just eat what someone okay. Simply try and experiment. Water is your friend. You want to dilute out the kidney stones and you just need to drink. Flush, 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 flush. Normally, you need a lot of um, fluids anyway, two to three liters a day. And just look at the color of your urine. If you're peeing water, you are drinking enough. If you're peeing anything that is yellow or orange, then you're not drinking enough water. Very simple. Along with water, you want to be taking a fantastic supplement, particularly B vitamins, niacin and B12, uh, sorry, niacin and B2. Uh, in particular, will turn your urine bright and fluorescent yellow. So uh, if you're taking those, then you would want to know that uh, your urine is not going to be a great guide. However, having said that, uh, unless you're taking it throughout the day, it should only be a certain period of time that your urine changes color. Good. Uh, the B vitamin, niacin, helps relax blood vessels and actually expand them. And taken in high doses will help decrease the chance of you actually getting the stones. Hmm. With respect to fluids, drinking any form of soft drink or soda as it's used in the US, which is loaded with phosphoric acid, not a good idea because it, it does so much damage. The sugar itself is a problem and also the acid then changes your acidity inside your blood and it changes the acidity of your uh, of your kidneys and therefore make you more prone to kidney stones okay now kidney stones range in a lot of different sizes can be a grain of salt can be the size of a golf ball if you get a very large kidney stone you need medical intervention period but if that was your first ever stone then what you want is to apply what i've just told you so that you do not get it again right all right, so hopefully by applying the principles here, then you can get rid of your kidney stones or prevent it with its recurrence. So let me go through it again. One, lots of water. Two, 
cut out any diet soft drinks, cut out any sodas, cut out any coffee, anything that would dehydrate you. Three, have a diet that is high in fresh fruits and vegetables and remove oxalate-containing foods from your diet or minimize them. In particular, wheat flour. And if you have any troubles, obviously see a physician. Otherwise, the likelihood of you getting any stone based on this diet is going to be dramatically decreased. Okay, any other questions? Be happy to answer them. Facebook me, Dr. Bing. Talk to you soon.